Welcome to Buzzed with Brian. I am your host, Brian. We're going to talk about beer, the history, and drinking. Before today's episode, I have a special announcement to make. Madison's Best Magazine is officially starting their nomination process, and you can vote through the end of February for the best of 2022. That includes Best New Podcast. As I'm based here in Madison and want to continue to grow support within this community, I'd really appreciate if you could find the link I have attached to the episode description and vote for Buzz with Brian as Madison's Best New Podcast for this year. Thank you again for the support. I hope you enjoy the content. Let's get on with this episode. Hey there, beer fans. Welcome to this week's episode of the Buzz with Brian podcast. We have yet another double feature. That's right. Two more beers this week, and I'm really excited to share both of them with you. Today's episode is sponsored by soap. Just use it. It's as simple as that. On this episode, we are going to be enjoying two German-styled Helles lagers, and both are coming out of Madison, Wisconsin. The first is bathtub beer by Youngblood Brewery up on the Capitol Square, and the second is Keep Em Honest by Working Draft Brewing Company over there in the Willie Street neighborhood. Now, on to the show. Today's episode, we have a relative youngster in the lineup. Um, Really, when you're thinking about some of the other traditional styles that have come out of Europe, this one hasn't been around for all that long. And it's our first beer that we're going to talk about coming from Germany, so it has German roots. Um, The Helles Lager is sometimes called a Munich Helles or a Helles Bach, which both of those have really strong denotations for, you know, a German background. And Helles itself is a German word. I mean, at least not a direct German word, but the loose translation is that it stands for bright or pale in color. And that's very apparent when you pour a beer of a Helles Lager, I mean... Super great clarity, very brilliant, just very beautiful straw color, and that's what you're going to have. You know, some of the other characteristics are going to be a little on the lower end again for ABV, 45 to 5.5%. IBUs are sitting somewhere between 18 to 25 usually, so in those low 20s. And you're going to see a really great bready cracker malt character on this, and obviously the German noble hops will give you some of those uh, almost subtle spice notes in the background. But I think you can also see this as a great transition beer. Box are traditionally spring beers, and you're so used to the darker winter warmers, and you have all of your really crushable light beers of summer, and the Helles Lager really fits nicely in the spring to kind of transition people's palates out of the dark time and into the nice warmth of summer. So let's dive into the history behind this German Helles Lager real quick. And the scene will bring us to Bavaria, Germany. It's one of the southern states in Germany, and it's it's well known for its proud brewing tradition. And the breweries have been there for centuries. I mean, Bavaria is home of the Weissbier, the Dunkel, Box, and of course the beloved Marzen-styled Oktoberfest. All of those styles of beer came out of Germany. And in the mid-1800s, you know, the region was kind of scoffing at all the other places and they wanted no part to do with this golden pilsner business and paler ales that were starting to come out of there they, they wanted to continue to brew their you know more hearty darker beers but as time went on they realized that hey we might have to change our style up a little bit and kind of give the people what they want what the people wanted at this time was this new beautiful golden pilsner lager that was coming out of bohemia or, or the modern day czech republic 
they had figured out that they could combine these new golden malts to give beautiful, clear brilliance and this beautiful golden color to the beer. Their traditional noble Saz hops with a little bit of a spice note and use their local water and give this new, awesome Czech Pilsner style. And it was it was raving across Central Europe. And like I said earlier, the Bavarians weren't happy about this. They saw all these other breweries jumping on board, making tons of sales, and they were just so stubborn. And with every stubborn old man (laughs) sitting on his stoop yelling at the kids across the street, there's going to be at least one young innovator that says, enough is enough, it's time to hop on this trend, and I think we can do it even better. And that brings us to our inception of this Helles Lager style. And that brings us to Munich, Germany in 1807. In that year, Gabriel Settlemeyer bought, at the time, relatively unknown Spaten Brewery in Munich, Germany. Spaten goes all the way back to the turn of the 1400s, but until the Settlemeyer's hands were in it, it was relatively unknown and didn't really produce that much. But it was actually Gabriel Settlemeyer's son, who was Gabriel Settlemeyer II, that inherited this brewery from his dad in 1839. He was innovative, he liked to travel, and he was really into the family business. So when he was out on his travels, both across Germany, in in the Czech Republic, in the UK, he was visiting breweries, and he was figuring out how they did things. And he wanted to kind of tinker away at one of these lighter styles and bring that back for Spaten and to brew one of these golden pilsners of his own. This finally came to fruition for him, and in 1894, Spaten released their very first golden lager. And they called it the Helles because, like I said earlier in the podcast, it's 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 bright, it's pale in color. With this paler style of beer, with the Munich Helles Lager and the Golden Pilsners and all the other beers this time, I mean, there's a reason why this style dominated for so long. There wasn't anything sexier than a Golden Style Lager in the 1800s and in, even into the 1900s. Your common patron was used to seeing darker beers, and then whoa, <laughs> this beautiful golden elixir with such a brilliant clarity and a perfect foamy head just comes along i mean my mouth is watering just thinking of that and that being said let's get get on to some brewery history and open up one of these damn beers so first up we have youngblood brewery and planning for this establishment started back in 2018 The name itself is actually a nod to the movie Young Guns. It's a retelling of Billy the Kid in the Wild West. If you you haven't seen it, it's it's a great flick. But um, they named their brewery after this because, you know, they're reflecting on their taproom location. It's it's in the first business district of Madison just off of the Capitol Square. And they wanted to be like the new blood and the new life, the Young Guns on the scene. And that's where they came with the brewery name. I think it's actually pretty rad. (laughs) I like that a lot. Um, so the tap room officially open was uh, in May 2020. I mean, this is amidst the pandemic, if we if we can all recall. I mean, that's only two months after the world seemed to kind of shut down, and they very quickly needed to kind of readjust their business model. I mean, they made a shift from like, all right, like we really want a really sweet tap room space, and now they were focusing on canning, online orders, pickups, you know, all this just to increase their distribution. It's work for them. They've got some killer beers. I mean, their their goal, they say, is you know they wanted to create a brewery where a tap list of ever changing styles could intersect an environment that suggests the beer was just a medium to tell a story. And how perfect is that? That you know this podcast, I'm telling stories, and here we are about to share one of the beers and t- 
tell the story over this beer. So with all these styles they create, people were in love with it and just the constant variety, you know, it was great and it's been great for them. So they've actually this past, uh, this past fall, late last year, they opened up a new 7,000 square foot building uh, on the east side of Madison. It's it's just a, a, a means for them to expand their brewing and canning production. They don't sell beer on the site, but it's definitely allowed them to continue to kind of build their brand and get their beer in more places and continue to make all these fun, unique beers that they have. So let's let's crack this beer open and let's let's review it. Okay, so bathtub beer. Just like any other Youngblood beer, you're going to see the uh, palm tree logo on the front of the can. And then on the right side of their label is this like always very almost witty, funny, elaborate description of the beer. And I actually remember this beer when it first came out because it was called Shower Beer. And apparently, just as the label says, that the Champion Brewing out of Virginia sued them for using that as their beer name. And this is an issue that a lot of breweries are running into that... There's so many breweries out on the market now and so many beers that they produce that they have trademarks or copyrights and you can get sued for just about anything. So when they had shower beer originally, they uh, still wanted to sell the beers they already canned and didn't want to relabel all of them. So they just put it, I think it was a piece of tape, if I remember, (laughs) over the label and then they've now so geniusly labeled it bathtub beer. So we're we're drinking out of a 16 ounce pounder today, uh, much like most of uh, Youngblood's to-go beers. And it's weighing in at a 5.2%, so you could definitely have more than one of these, and it wouldn't really uh, be too much of a bother. So uh, let's let's crack it open. Let's get on to the pour. All right, so as we're pouring this out here, I'm, I'm getting definitely like a, a pale goldish color almost. It's not the lightest beer I've ever seen. There's a little depth to it, kind of a, a darker hue in there. And uh, the aroma on here, I think I'm getting a kind of like a lime grapefruit. Nah, I'm gonna go with more lime zest on 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 the aroma, and let's let's just get into a sip. Oh wow. Okay. Oh, interesting. Oh wow. Okay. One more sip. Actually, we're gonna go right into it. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually. This is a hop forward beer. That's first sip is hop. I'm getting a subtle spice or like a coriander note, and I think that's pretty in line with the. Uh, I mean, they use. They said they use Mandarina Bavaria hops in this, and it's that's what I'm getting. I think that's where you're getting is that style, that German style of hop is giving you kind of some spice notes up front. But on the back end, it kind of sits like a biscuit, wheat, malt backbone, which is really, really nice. Kind of balances out that hop approach on the front end. And then the body of this beer, it's, it's about a medium build, slightly sweet, kind of a dry finish. Let's get one more sip here. Yeah, it's a dry finish. Crisp, but not, not as crisp as I think a lager can be, but... I think balance overall, like it's really wonderful that really nice spice kind of hop on the start and then nice backbone malty wheat on the back and drinkability. I mean, I, I could definitely see myself pounding down two or three of these in a row and not even blinking an eye. So let's uh, let's get on to the next brew. Okay, next up we have Working Draft Brewery. Just a little bit older than Youngblood here in Madison. They actually opened up their tap room March 5th of 2018. And certainly they were brewing beer, you know, well before that. They were a home brewing project. And the owner for a while thought, well, you know, I've been selling my beer to my friends or giving beer to my friends. Maybe I could just do this out of the garage. Maybe I can just make the brewery in the garage. (laughs) And then after some thought, 
it was like, well, we're going to need a lot more space for the garage if we want to do this right and actually get some brewing kettles in here. And they settled on the Willie Street neighborhood on the east side of Madison and they made it a full-blown production. And that's that's where they've been. And they've turned into a staple of that neighborhood right along the bike path um, and designated bike route there. So they get a lot of biker traffic in, which is kind of cool. A lot of people that will do run club through there. And then obviously the people of the neighborhood just really, really enjoy stopping in for a pint after work or on the weekend. It's it's a really, really nice establishment. Some beautiful bar tops made with previous uh, bowling alley lanes and big windows. And they have a really, really cool little beer garden they've expanded to with the pandemic um, with shade. Very, very nice luxury to have here in Madison with shade. Um, and they also sponsor a lot of local artwork um, and have artists kind of rotate their stuff in through there. So there's always something cool to look at. And their policy is they, they kind of want to focus more on hoppy IPAs, which they have plenty of that. But if you're feeling burnt out from the hops, then they also really want to brew a lot of great traditional European styled beers, much like the one we're about to sample. So let's just get into it. Okay, keep them honest. That's what Working Draft is trying to tell us with this tasty brew. Uh, it's weighing in at 4.7%. It's got some Hallertau, the noble German hop variety in it, and as well as some German Pilsner malt and uh, Melanoidin malt. I, I don't know if I'm saying that next one correct, but, you know, we'll just move on. The can is a 16-ounce traditional pounder, and uh, it has got a lovely little backdrop of the Capitol building on the background, which is it's, it's quite nice, and I think that's a nice touch. It pays homage to uh, Madison and where they're from. So let's uh, let's crack this beer open. Okay, as we're pouring this beer, I mean, wow, it is very highly carbonated. I mean, we got a real thick, fluffy, whoa, yeah, thick, fluffy head kind of developing here. That's, that's very nice. I mean, it's, it's, I can hear the snap, crackle, and pops going on. Uh, the color, this is a beautiful clarity. Uh, where the Youngblood had some kind of dark hueiness to it, this is as pale as pale gets. This is like a light yellow straw color. I mean, you could see right through it. That is, that is nice. Let's uh, see what the aroma gives us. Okay, I'm, I'm getting like a like a flower, like a very lightly baked bread notes on the on the nose. It's it's a lot more dull than uh, the Youngblood offering had. Let's just get into a sip. Hmm. Okay. Oh. Okay. One more. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just crazy what a stark contrast you can have between the two beers. I mean, this is this is malt forward. Like I, I'm getting a lot of malt here. Imagine like a you know just like the most generic kind of white loaf of bread you know what they serve not when you get the marble rye when you have a fish fry but like just the white loaf of bread that they put butter on <laughs> that's that's what i'm getting at the front here but then it's it actually transitions one more sip here yeah it uh it actually like transitions to like a, a mild fruitiness and uh, honestly then it kind of leads away to like a really sweet honey finish I know I said that the working draft beer wasn't very crisp for a lager, but no, I mean, this actually, this doesn't have a dry finish at all. Like the uh, Youngblood beer seems very crisp compared to this. I mean, it just it's just wild. I mean, they're both, I think, fitting the mold of the, the Helle's lager, but it's, it's, it's a, you know, night and day difference here. Let's, one more sip here. Yeah, I mean, I don't, oh man. I mean, the balance wise, like I said, I got that light bread note forward. There's some honey on the back end, which, I mean, that could be coming from the Heller Tower of Ops, but... I, you know, there's not a ton of balance here. It's a really kind of more malty beer with just a little bit of fruitiness. And I mean, but drinkability wise, like, 
I know I said I could take down a couple of the uh, bathtub beers, but this one would go down just as easy, and uh, it, is, it, it will. So let's let's get on to the ratings for both these brews. All right, let's get into these ratings. First up, we did have the bathtub beer from Youngblood, and I'll just say it right up. It's a 4-0. It's a great Helly's Lager. I think it has all the attributes you want. Um, that that crisp finish had some hop in there, had some multi backbone. 4-0, great rating. I think it's really good. Um, the second beer we had was the Keep Em Honest from Working Draft, and I, I think it's going to edge it out, though. For me, at least personally, it's going to get a 4-2-5. I think it's a very just... I mean, overall, just a very clean beer. All the flavors were very pronounced that you could want in it. I mean, I like that there was a little less hop, a little more malt, because to me, if it's going to be a German Pilsner, it's going to have it's going to have a little more malty profile to it. Both were great. I mean, both good scores, 4-0, 4-2-5, and that's a review. All right, beer fans, that brings us to the end of the episode today. I hope you had a good time. Thanks for listening in. I know I had a really good time talking about the history of the German Helles Lager and obviously enjoying these two beers with the bathtub beer and the Keep Em Honest. Um, if you're looking to find these beers out in the wild, uh, the Youngblood does distribute to the Madison, Milwaukee, Racine, Janesville, Fox Valley, even up in the Twin Cities a little bit, and most recently got into the Illinois market so all the fans south of the border can maybe enjoy a Youngblood brew. Working Draft is a little more select. Uh, they're kind of the Madison and surrounding area, but you know, obviously Madison's a great hangout spot. If you find yourself in the city, please go out and check out one of these two tap rooms. They're both really dope spaces, and I think you'd really enjoy it. But uh, you know, thanks for coming in again. Check us out on social media. Give us a like, review, subscribe. Feel free to write in on the email buzzedwithbrian at gmail.com. And you know, looking forward to getting back on the mic here soon and enjoying a couple other beers together. Cheers, beers. Cheers.